We're headed back to California. For all our West Coast Disney fans, this past month has been epic due to Disneyland and DCA finally reopening. To celebrate, we are taking a stroll through Disney California Adventure in part one of our two-part series focused on this amazing park. We hit Buena Vista Street, Hollywood Land, Cars Land, and Grizzly Peak with a focus on current menu offerings and a nostalgic look at DCA's beginnings. Join us for all this and more on this week's episode of Body by Beignets, where Disney does a body good. another episode of Body by Beignets. I'm your host, Sheena. And I'm Shelby. And this week, we are going to go back to Cali. We're going to focus on the West Coast since uh, Disneyland and DCA are now officially open, unfortunately, for California residents only, but it's fine. I'm not bitter. Um, But we decided to uh, hop back to California, and we've already done all of the major lands in Disneyland, so now we're going to just focus on Disney's California Adventure for the next two episodes. We didn't want to cram everything into one episode because there are actually quite a few lands and I feel like since it opened DCA has definitely expanded more they have a lot more attractions and and places to eat so um we actually have quite a bit to talk about with DCA so I'm really excited I do love DCA I do um and ever so when we went on our trip I think being in Hollywood Studios was as close as we got to being in DCA Mm -hmm. because it has like a similar vibe um but yeah I DC has come a long way. I feel like when we, when it first opened long time ago, it was like, I feel like you can only spend half a day in the park. Mm -hmm. You know, there just wasn't a whole lot to do and you got through everything so fast. But now I feel like with all the attractions opening up and Avengers campus is coming in June and everything. So I definitely think it's, uh, it's gotten much, much better since it's opening. Yeah, which so it did open on February or in February of 2001, which to me seems so crazy because I can still vividly remember when DCA was not there and it was just the gigantic parking lot with all the different parking lot signs. So it's crazy in my mind to like that I can still see that in my in my mind and now seeing what it is now. And I'm so used to seeing DCA and downtown Disney and the promenade and all of that. Um, But kind of going back to OG DCA, when they had those giant letters that spelled out California in front of the park, like it definitely didn't look super Disney, but that was such a cool photo op. I remember like sitting in the letters and taking pictures. And Mm -hmm. I love the way that they have redone the front of DCA, but I kind of miss those letters. I think that that kind of added a fun little something extra. Like, did you ever visit DCA when those were still there? Oh yeah. When we, um, for, we would go for junior high and high school, like to perform for, um, orchestra and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And then for cheer competitions, if we were in California, we would just do like downtown Disney. And if we didn't have park passes, we would just like go take pictures and stuff. But everyone always fought over sitting in the A because mm-hmm. it was the best photo was the spot. Best one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then too, they had um, like the Golden Gate Bridge structure mm-hmm. at the entrance of DCA, which I thought was really fun. I always liked that. Yeah. But so, so did an overhaul. Yeah. Well, kind of thinking about it, like, yes, I did love those parts of it, but I love how they have redone DCA because mm-hmm. originally there was a lot of stuff there that was not very good. So like Soren was amazing from the beginning, still super amazing, but like the different California themed areas that have been changed were just so bad. Like, um, there was an area over by Bugsland, I remember, but it was just like a farm. So like you walked through and there was nothing, but like you looked at hills and it taught you about farming or whatever. Like stop. I don't remember that. Oh yeah. 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 There was no ride. It was just like all about farming. (laughs) And then it like attached to bugs land, which is not my favorite land. Um, RIP bugs land, but, um, you know, like, because it was just a bunch of kitty rides and stuff, I did like all the oversized things. Cause it kind of felt like honey, I struck the kids or whatever, you know, with everything mm-hmm. gigantic, but like, I hated that bug show. That bug show freaked me out. I didn't like it. And I just didn't like that area. So it was connected to that farmland, which was like super boring. And then, Gosh, what else? Oh gosh, in the back of where Hollywood um, Boulevard is, the where Monsters um, Monsters Inc. the ride is. It used mm-hmm. to be, it, I think it was called like Hollywood Limo or something. So it was a dark ride, but it was like you were in a limousine. And originally, it was supposed to be like you were being chased by the paparazzi. But it was around the same time that you know uh, Princess Diana had gotten into her car crash, so they like had to change it last minute. So it was like you were seeing all these stars. It was awful. So if you have not, so you didn't ride this, you (laughs) need to look it up because it is just, it was awful, but they still used some of the figures in Monsters Inc. So like there are certain things that will move and it's um, a monster, but it was originally like Drew Carey. Like, oh my God, that's hilarious. So they definitely had some really bad ones in the beginning, but I feel like they've really overhauled it and made it so much better than it was. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sad about I think a lot some people are sad about Bugs Land being gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not either. Um I loved A Bug's Life. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. But I just I mean after you get older it's like unless you have really little kids and they can do, you know, like the little little flying thing that goes mm-hmm. around and stuff. It was all little kids. Yeah. So I think once you hit a certain age you just stop appreciating it and it was just like a cut through land to get to the back of you know, Hollywood uh-huh. Boulevard or whatever, you would just kind of cut through there. Cut through, use the bathroom, and then go wherever. <laughs> the little, was it in a tissue box or a Chinese takeout container yeah. or something? I don't know. But yeah, so like that was cute. But I am so much more excited for Avengers Campus that replaced oh, yeah. that area. It looks amazing, and I cannot wait. So yeah, that one opens June 4th. Super excited. We've already kind of seen sneak previews that Disney has released, and it just seems like it's going to be such a great addition to California Adventure. I just feel like it's really, it's growing up. It's really, you know, starting to have its own thing, and I love it. I agree, and I love that Guardians is going to have its official home now Mm -hmm. because it was just kind of back there in the back of Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And now it's like it officially has its its home. Exactly, which it's 
probably my favorite attraction in the whole park. I love mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, okay, so let's kind of focus on more of the history, which is kind of hard because, you know, like it has two different histories, right? So like it's OG, how it started and where it is now. Mm-hmm. Um so Buena Vista Street wasn't always called Buena Vista Street. It was, you know, when they rethemed and rebranded, they wanted something to be like Main Street over at DCA. So they had Buena Vista Street. So this street actually opened with DCA on February 8th, 2001. And it was originally called the Sunset Plaza with a Golden Gate Bridge at the front, like what Shelby was talking about. Um, and then this area did receive renovations. Um which was in 2007. So were the renovations in 2007 or did it open? I don't know. So it they, in 2012, the renovation. Well, it was, it stayed open. They just mm-hmm. had it like blocked off. So they, in October of 2007, that's when they put in, I think it was like $1.1 billion for a complete like overhaul of the park. Got and it. so they, you know, that's when they changed Sunset Plaza to they were starting the transition and then it was like mm-hmm. complete in 2012. Got so they it. kept it open. You could still get through the main entrance, but they had a bunch of stuff blocked off because they were making it different. They wanted it to be um, like a representation of when Walt came to LA, mm-hmm. specifically Los Feliz in California mm-hmm. um, back in like the twenties and thirties. So that's what they wanted it to be like. Got it. Which honestly makes total sense. And you would think that they would have kind of gone with that from the beginning. So it's crazy that they kind of just slapped that park together and then realized later, like, oh, we made a mistake. And, you know, there's still a few things that. Well, yeah, there's definitely a few things that need to be fixed for sure, which we will get there. But continuing with Buena Vista Street, um, at the end, kind of like the weenie, if you will, of Buena Vista Street (laughs) would be Carthay Circle, which is an incredible restaurant, super beautiful, dark, loungy, has really great drinks, really great food. Right now they have a limited menu, but it's a recreation of the Carthay Circle Theater where Snow White had its premiere in 1937. So I love that historical tie-in that they made that a restaurant. And I think it's it's really cool. And I love the red car trolleys that are rolling around. And I love the entertainment. Like the, gosh, I don't know what her name is, but she sings and she has like her band with her on the trolley. Five and Dime. Oh my gosh. They're Mm -hmm. so good. I love when they come out and everybody's like in their newsboy caps and Mickey has his, his special outfit with his suspenders and newsboy cap. And it's just so cute. I love that old Hollywood feeling. So Buena Vista Street is definitely like has a vibe. I love the vibe. Speaking of Mickey, if I always see when we're there, well, I don't know about now because COVID times and like the five and dime group, they're not performing right now just because of the limited performances. Mm-hmm. Um, but right at the end of Buena Vista Street, there's that fountain that's mm-hmm. by Carthay Circle. And like on the corner there, there's always meet and greets. You can always see like Mickey or Minnie or Goofy and they're always in really cute, like old timey outfits. So mm-hmm. once they start doing more, you know, character greetings, you'll have to look for them because you can pretty much always find one there on the corner. Yeah. And I love the storefronts too on, in, uh, on Buena Vista Street because it's like the old fashioned 
like shops that are based on that time in Hollywood, but the storefronts are really fun, especially with the candy shop. And there's like this little trolley that rides on a track and they like theme it for the different holidays. And it's just so beautiful looking through all the windows and the shops and everything. So love, love, love Buena Vista Street. Agreed. So if you're walking, you get to the end of Buena Vista Street and you turn to the left, you're heading towards Hollywoodland. Um, and this was themed after the 1930s golden age of Hollywood. And it does include a backlot area with that uh, previously limo ride that Sheena was talking about, yes. um, which now holds Monsters, Inc., Mike and Silly to the Rescue, which yeah. I love. I love, I that love ride. Monsters, I it's so Inc. It's so cute. Uh, but Hollywoodland did open with DCA in 2001. And the Hyperion Theater opened with the park as well. And it's hosted four different productions since its opening. But the latest was Aladdin, which ran from 2003 to 2016. So that was quite some time. Yeah. Um, and then Frozen, which was 2016 until, you know, they closed. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming Frozen will probably pick back up once performances yeah. start. Yeah, I, I don't so. think they're going to change it. Yeah. I mean, right now, I feel like entertainment is kind of like, still on the chopping block until Mm -hmm. social distancing and like masks and we can get more people indoors and things like that. But hopefully it comes back. And I do remember the old Aladdin one though. The genie was always hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like had a lot of adult humor in there for the parents who just had a few long Disney days with their kids and just need a little adult humor. A little laugh. Yeah. Those shows were great. Yeah. So some of their attractions, they have that huge animation center. So it has like the Sorcerer's Workshop. They have Turtle Talk with Crush. I discovered that they had the Beast's Library when I was there with Mom and Sheena, and I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, you can also find the Disney Junior Dance Party, which they always have, although I don't think that's going on right now, of course. But when they do, it's like Doc McStuffins and Vampirina and all of those. So if you have little ones who love Disney Junior, it's a perfect spot. Um, currently guardians of the galaxy is still listed under Hollywood land just because it's in, you know, after you walk through, you get past that cool photo op area by the Hyperion theater. Mm -hmm. It's tucked back there, but that will of course become a part of Avengers campus once it opens in 2021. Yeah. I feel like they could add more stuff back there though. I feel like, oh, for sure. They could definitely like, um, gosh, what was it? Is Muppet 3D still there or 4D or whatever? Is the no, Muppet Show so still there? Or are they doing like the Pixar shorts? I remember they were doing that during Pixar Fest, but. Yeah, so that's in the Sunset Showcase Theater. And that's, so that's right between, it's like Award Wieners and Schmoozies. It's like mm-hmm. right over there. Yeah. Um, they were doing Muppets for the longest time. And then they started doing like previews for movies. So I remember mm-hmm. they did like a Frozen 2 preview. Um yeah. And I then like, do we have like still her magic? Do we have I that? F- on one of the sites that I was looking at, it listed Phil Her Magic in the in that theater. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they transitioned it to Mickey's Phil Her Magic full time or if it was like something they ran for a little bit. So I'm not sure. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll have to see what they do when they reopen. All that entertainment. But so moving on to probably my favorite land. I don't know. DCA is really like. I really love DCA mm-hmm. almost as much as Disneyland. And so each land, there's something that I love about it, but cars land the theming is so incredible. And I think what I especially love about it is it did open June 15th of 2012. So my oldest son was born in 2006 
and my youngest was 2009. So when Cars Land opened, they were right in that age of being obsessed with cars. Like they had Lightning McQueen slippers. They had a Lightning McQueen bed. Like the bed was literally shaped like Lightning McQueen. And so like my oldest son still has his Lightning McQueen blanket on his bed right now. Mm -hmm. He's probably gonna be mad that I'm saying that. But so like (laughs) Cars was such a big part of like my kid's life. And like we watched it so, so much that like actually going and seeing it in person was so fun. And I remember taking my boys for the first time and them just like, they couldn't believe it. It was just like you were stepping into the movie. So I feel like right when you walk in, so like you're walking right up to Cars Land to the right, it kind of has like, you know, the radiator spring sign or whatever, but there's always those baby squishy cars out front that are like, yes, they always theme of, them. Yes. Based, based off, off of the whatever the season is. And mm-hmm. the, it's like the perfect photo op. So that is so cute. And then to your left, you have Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, which is so much fun. Like it's fun during the regular season, but then of course, Halloween and Christmas, the song changes and Mater either has on like a vampire outfit or um, a Christmas hat and the little tiny cars that are Yes. around like they they dress it up like a mummy and it's just oh my gosh it's just so much fun and the theming is so good and literally looks like you're walking into the cartoon and like that is the best place to be right at sunset as they're oh, turning when they turn on the lights and neon lights and they have like the low rolling slow music like mm-hmm. the oh gosh so much fun like i love cars land so so much and And so I've already talked about Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, but they also have Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters, which has kind of been known to be kind of like, eh, the the stinky egg of the bunch, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, they've already had to change it a few times, but, you know, it's just a fun ride if you have little ones who can't go on Radiator Springs Racers or, you know, just a fun one to do with the kids, but... Outside of the Cozy Cone is a fun meet and greet spot. You always get to see Mater or Lightning McQueen. And it's so fun because they talk. And so my boy's last name is Roland. And one time they were standing in front of Mater to take a picture. And I'm pretty sure Mater said, I'm rolling up, like rolling. Mm -hmm. But my oldest was convinced. He was like, Roland, he knows my name. (laughs) He said my name. It was seriously like the cutest. And you can't tell them otherwise because it'll break their heart. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I was like, you're of course Mater knows who you are. He knew you were coming. So like, it's just so much fun. And the cozy cones themselves, like so adorable, small shops. Yes. And then they also have, of course, the best ride ever radiator Mm -hmm. Springs racers. And you have the Cadillac mountain range and They literally spent so much time creating this land. I remember seeing the fences up around it and like dying for this land to be open. And when they opened it, I was like, they took their time. They did it right. And I'm so glad that they did because it is, yeah, it is perfect. So if you have never been to DCA in Cars Land, you need to get over there because it is just Disney magic at its finest. So good. And like that ride in and of itself, it's like, it just amazes me how it's part dark ride. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's like, so if you've never been to DCA, I kind of explain the layout of it is kind of, it's similar to Test Track Mm -hmm. in the way that, you know, it's the beginning part and you're like going around and you're driving and you go tractor tipping and Mm -hmm. um, you get chased by that bull. You get chased by the bull. But you split, you either go 
left or right and you either go into Luigi's tire shop and get new tires mm-hmm. or you go into Ramon's shop and get a paint job. And people are convinced that I forget which one it is, but if you go into one of them, people say you're always going to win. I think it's got to be the tire shop because I feel like I've gone to the tire shop more than I've been to the paint shop and and I always seem to win. Our car mm-hmm. always seems to win. So I feel like it's got to be the tire shop is the winning car, but prove us wrong. Tell us if we're if we're wrong, yes, because if it's, it's just been a little while. Random. Yeah. But then yeah. of course the dock animatronic that they have when you roll out of either getting oh. your tires or paint is incredible. His mouth, the way it moves and the way he talks and the way it looks. And then, oh my gosh, Luigi and Guido. Their fan, glare, fan yes. gear. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never thought a car was cute until the movie Cars. And they, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, are so stinking cute. And that ride is so much fun. Best ride yes. ever. Like my boys, when we went when they were younger, I want to say when my youngest was finally tall enough to go on it, I want to say we did the ride like four times in one day. Like that's all he wanted to do. And I was like, that's fine with me. It's a super fun ride. Sounds good. So yeah, Cars Land, top notch. It is one of those though. If you want a pro tip from Sheena and I on how we run our Disneyland days, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they're, I mean, because they're only at limited capacity, if they're doing max pass at this point. No, not yet. They're not doing fast pass, max pass, anything. So when Max Pass comes back, we always start on the Disneyland side because it opens earlier. Mm-hmm. We go, we get breakfast, all those shenanigans. We have our whole plan. Mm-hmm. But the first Max Pass we get usually Radiator. is for Radiator Springs mm-hmm. because by the time you get on and log on to Max Pass when DCA opens, I think they open what at 10? So usually. Yeah, like it's always an hour after whenever Disneyland opens, typically. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll get on and the time for your max pass return for Radiator Springs is already at like three, four o'clock. Yeah. I mean, if you're lucky and you can snag one early in the day, you can always try to get on and get a second one and ride it at night. I highly Mm -hmm. recommend riding it during the day and at night because at night everything is lit up and it's a really, really like cool experience. So yeah. So yeah. Little pro tip. That should be one of your first if you really want to go on it because mm-hmm. they that go line, fast. That line gets insane. Like oh, it's ridiculous. 150 minutes or something. Re- yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I think sometimes it gets up to like almost four hours. That is nuts. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So our last area that we're going to talk about on today's episode is Grizzly Peak. Um, Grizzly Peak did open with the park in 2001. Obviously, a lot of people know where Grizzly Peak is because of the mountain. I feel like that's probably one of like the icons of DCA. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone yeah. you know thinks of like the mountain. Yeah, and it's been there since you know opening day and hasn't seen a lot of changes. Plus, there's that fun bear, like the gigantic bear, right mm-hmm. outside the actual ride itself. That's kind of an icon too. So, yeah, I would say that that's. Yeah, that either that or the Mickey's Wheel of Death. Either one of those is like yeah, which is no longer Mi- the Mickey Wheel. It's a Pixar. It Pixar is Pixar. Wheel. Pixar pal around plunging mm-hmm. to your death. Mm-hmm. It's still the same terrifying. It ride. is. It's awful. Um, we'll talk about that when we discuss <laughs> Pixar Pier. <laughs> um, but I personally, the top of Grizzly Peak does not look like a bear to me. It looks like a wolf. It does. It looks like a wolf howling. It yes. does. Uh huh. I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So I was always confused as to why it was called Grizzly Peak. But Mm -hmm. anyways, so it was open in 2001. It was themed after the like typical California National Park settings in the 50s. So that's kind of what they were going for. Um, 
and I did not know this. So it originally included neighboring areas. I barely remember Condor Flats. So I do remember the Condor Flats, which includes Soren, and that's why there's that like hangar looking mm. shop and Smoke Jumpers Grill over there. So yeah, that was all kind of its own like Connected. giant land. But yeah, I didn't know the next one that you're about to say. I didn't know yeah. that was part of it either. Pacific Wharf. I feel like that's yeah. a good like it's across the across the street. <laughs> it is, but I can see where they were thinking. So like obviously yeah. San Francisco, which the Pacific Wharf is based off of next to Muir Woods, like the Redwood Forest. I can see the connection, but it, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's just too far. Although on the opposite side, so like, you know, there's Soren, like that side of Grizzly Peak, but then the other side is like, you can see the grapes the vineyards and there's that like winery. Mm -hmm. So I could see where that kind of connected. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's a stretch. It is for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, in 2012 Pacific Wharf became like its own area, like its own designated quote unquote land Mm -hmm. and Condor Flats was incorporated with Grizzly Peak. So now it's called Grizzly Peak Airfield is what the section is called. Mm -hmm. Um, And the attractions, of course, they have the Grizzly River run within the mountain, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail and Soarin' Around the World, Mm -hmm. which did used to be just Soarin' Over California bring it back, bring back California. That was my favorite one. <laughs> the orange groves. It smelled yes. like oranges. And then the beach smell. And mm. I don't know. I just loved that one so much more. Like soaring around the world over at Epcot makes sense. You are, you've got the world showcase makes sense. You're at Disney world. California venture should have soaring over California. Belongs yeah. there. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't know I had such strong feelings about it until we just no, started no, talking I, about I it. No, no, I completely <laughs> agree. I was I was sad when they changed it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, soaring around the world obviously is great. We went on mm-hmm. an Epcot. It's beautiful. Yeah. But the California is better. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that the attractions in – so Cars Land, excellent attractions. Grizzly Peak, I do like Grizzly River Run. I don't like getting wet typically on rides, but if I'm going to get wet – I do like Grizzly River Run. I think it's short. It's, it's not super long. Ones. It is fun. I feel like there's not a whole lot of theming, but it's just enough theming. That little dip is fun. I feel like everyone always has a good time on Grizzly River Everyone's Run. Everyone's usually laughing so hard. Uh-huh. Because of whoever got soaked. I'll have to post it for um, this week on our Instagram, but... There's one of mom and the boys. And oh, mom's I posted hair is it. Drenched, I posted it for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on my Mother's Day post, it was her like sitting in the middle, and they're all like soaking wet. It's like yeah. the perfect ride. Like kids love getting wet at theme parks, and like if it's a hot day in California, like why not just do yeah. it? Just You're gonna dry off anyway. Kids. Yeah. Now, as far as the Redwood Redwood Creek Challenge, I've walked by this so many times. I've never done this with the kids. Like I've seen it. Yeah. Like at Halloween when they do Oogie Boogie Bash, like that's one of the trick-or-treat trails, which seems really cool. But as far as actually using it like the trail was meant to be used, I've never done that before. Yeah, me neither. We're always isn't just the, like going there from where, ride to ride. Where Santa sits mm-hmm. at Christmas time too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've never actually walked back there because I'm like, I'm doing enough walking and yeah. everything. So I don't want to do a challenge trail, but it, it it's probably really fun. Well, yeah. Especially if you have younger kids who are like trying to burn off some energy, like that's a perfect place to get them tired. 
but you know what I do like, like, so we've talked about staying at hotels on property and we actually, we stayed at the grand Californian for our cousin's bachelorette party weekend. And I did love how the hotel just like had its own entrance to DCA and it kind Mm -hmm. of came out right in that area. So if you were wondering like, how that hotel or resort was connected to the actual theme park. That's where you'll see guests coming in and out from um, that California hotel is right there in that Grizzly Peak area. And I think it was beautiful. I love, you know, I liked the access and I liked how close we were, but I still think Disney, the Disneyland hotel itself is probably my my number one, even though the Grand Californian is supposedly like their deluxe resort, to me it just didn't like it wasn't themed as much it as like Disneyland Hotel is nice. Like it wasn't, you yeah. know, it obviously was better than like a motel situation, but to me it wasn't worth the, the price as far um, as like the yeah. theming and stuff goes. Yeah, a hundred percent. So we'll have to get into hotels on on its own episode, but okay. So we are going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to focus on these four lands again, but this time we're going to find all the yummy things to eat. Thinking about planning a dream Disney vacation? Let the Mickey Travels team help. Our services are always free. Mickey Travels, an authorized Disney vacation planner, is proud to be one of the select few travel agencies in the world that has been designated by Disney destinations with platinum earmark status. Mickey Travels personalizes each client's Disney vacation based on their specific needs and wants. Do you want to plan a vacation to Walt Disney World? Disneyland? How about a Disney cruise? Or maybe Alani? Or what about taking an Adventures by Disney vacation? Whatever your Disney vacation preference is, be confident knowing that you've selected the best Disney travel agency to make your vacation truly magical. If you are ready to make unforgettable Disney memories, contact me at 480-390-2571 or Sheena at MickeyTravels.com. That's S-H-E-E-N-A at MickeyTravels.com. Okay, we are back and we are going to talk about all of the dining options that are available in the four lands, um, Buena Vista Street, Hollywood Land, Cars Land, and Grizzly Peak. We're going to talk about snacks that you can find and restaurants. Unfortunately, right now, though, because of COVID and because Disney and DC are just reopening, a lot of the menus are super limited, um, much smaller than they used to be. Some of your favorites might not be there, and a lot of them you utilize mobile ordering, which, you know, can be tricky if you haven't done it before. So we'll kind of touch on all of those different things. So like before we even discuss the restaurants themselves, always make sure before you are going to the resort that you have downloaded the Disneyland app before you go, make sure you have a valid credit card attached to your app. That way, when you do mobile ordering, it automatically attaches to that credit card and you're not having to like worry about adding a credit card or a gift card at the last minute. It just makes things go a lot quicker. So kind of play around with your app ahead of time. And you can also look at the menus before you go. That way you don't have set in your mind that there's this restaurant that I always go to and I always get this thing. And then you go and you're disappointed because it's not there. So 
make sure you check those menus before you go, because I'm pretty sure they're going to eventually expand back to what they used to do as the park capacity expands and they can have more, more cast members back working and things like that. So just constantly check to see if they've added new things. So we'll tell you today what is available right now, um, which is very limited. Like I said it before, is. it is. It was actually limited. pretty shocking as yeah. far as like, cause you know, it sounds like several of the restaurants are open, but when we tell you what their menu is, you're going to be like, That's oh. it. Uh, yeah. 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 So just be prepared. Like Sheena said that just because you're going back to the parks doesn't mean all of your favorites are going to be there. Mm-mm. Yeah. But Hey, we beggars can't be choosers. Like we'll take what we we're can just get. happy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And be lucky oh. that you're a part of that 25% if you're in California. <laughs> exactly. I know. Seriously. So jealous. Okay. I, I just need to get over it. I need to get over it. <laughs> get there eventually. <laughs> okay. So in Buena Vista Street, I'll kind of go like as you are walking in from the entrance, what you would pass first. So um, the first thing that you would pass, which actually these two are kind of connected a little bit. I believe they're both in the same building. They just have different windows to go to. Um, but it's called the Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe, which is a quick service. And this is their cafe with Starbucks. So this is the DCA Starbucks. You can get your, you were here, Starbucks DCA Mm -hmm. mugs. Like we love those things. Um, so you can get that there, your typical Starbucks, uh, breakfast, sandwiches, um, typical Starbucks pastries, all of the Starbucks coffee. But then they also have like seasonal offerings, like seasonal cupcakes. They do have a special cinnamon roll there. Um, something special for them opening. They have the magic is here cupcakes. So they have a bunch of new merchandise that says magic is here. Like it came back. The magic is here. And so people have been buying it, which is so fun. So they have a special cupcake, which is a double chocolate chip cupcake filled with cookies and cream mousse and topped with yellow and raspberry flavor, red cream cheese frosting. So, you know, I'm good with not having the raspberry part, but all yeah. the rest of it sounds good to me. I hate when they throw it looks raspberry very in the chocolate, but they always have. I feel like Disneyland beats Disney World, blows it out of the water when it comes to food. Like Disneyland always is just so much better and so Especially much more. Especially their seasonal stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe is kind of like if you're walking down Buena Vista Street, it'll be on your right before you can kind of see like the big kind of like hub area of DC. Like by the fountain. Yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, attached to it, like it's literally in the same building as Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. Unfortunately, this counter is unavailable currently, but this is where you would get specialty sundaes, the hand-dipped ice cream bars, ice cream cones, and this is where you get the kitchen sink, or it's kind of like the Mickey pants sundae, mm-hmm. where it kind of comes in like the, the plastic pants, you know? Um, yeah. So this is like an ice cream area. Like I said, right now it's unavailable. Um, so we will let you know when that opens. So right now it's more so just the Starbucks side. And then, of course, the crowning gem of the entire Buena Vista Street would be Carthay Circle, like we talked about. But right now they're kind of doing an alfresco lounge dining situation. So it is a full sit-down restaurant, um, but they're only doing like that outside lounge uh-huh. eating. So it's not like their traditional very limited. dining experience. Yeah. 
So it's a seasonal menu and it has Mediterranean California light fare and they have lunch and dinner. So you can't get breakfast here, but the current alfresco options are scallops, ceviche, tortilla soup. They have a spring salad, duck confit, empanadas, which yum. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Um, sesame soy glazed salmon, catch of the day. They have Vietnamese beef tacos, Moroccan chicken meatballs, shrimp spring rolls, Oh, this one looks hard. Strozzapretti pasta. Which I've heard is really good. Yeah. It's a very simple, just like a pasta with marinara, but people Mm. say it's like really delicious. Yeah. Nice. And then roasted chicken breast. So this is going to be your more fine dining in DCA at the moment. Even though it's more alfresco dining, it's much nicer options. Although I've seen the portions are pretty small. So I want to say the plates though, the most they are, which for like the quote unquote fine dining, the alfresco Mm -hmm. options right now, I think the most is like 20 or 22. So which for a fine dining place at Disney, you're expecting like 40s to 60s. So they explain them a lot too, is either you can have it yourself or they're good for like shareables Mm because they're a little, you know, a little bit smaller. Yeah. So like if you want to go and grab a drink and share some appetizers, like Mm -hmm. I could definitely go and get like the Vietnamese beef tacos, the duck confit empanadas and like glass of wine and I would be set. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that sounds real. I could do that right now. Let's go do it. Right. Disneyland, let me in. Okay. So they also do have a kid's menu, um, a cheese quesadilla, pasta with marinara, and orange chicken skewers. And that sounds like something my kids would love. Yeah. Um, As far as dessert, they do have double chocolate ice cream sundaes. They have strawberry sorbet sundaes artisan cheese board with a variety of chutneys. I'm sorry, like cheese is not cheese isn't dessert. No, it's not. I don't care what kind of chutney you put with it. I'm not eating it for (laughs) dessert. dessert. (laughs) So since Clarabelle's is closed, you can get some ice cream here, but of course it's going to be more fancy. fancy But um, as far as their drinks, they have, you know, their specialty cocktails, wine and beer. And of course you can always make healthier decisions. So we like to talk about all the food options available, but you know what diet you're on, you know what your food restrictions are, and you can almost always find whatever you need at any location, really. Just you need to tell your cast member, and they were are always really good at accommodating what you need. Now, during COVID times, it might be a little trickier because a lot of stuff might be pre-made. So I would double check ahead of time, like if you're making a reservation or checking in with a cast member that you ask if they do have gluten-free options available or if they can make things different for you. So um, always, always double check because times right now are a little bit different. So they may not be doing their usual protocol. But if you wanted to be healthier, I would say ceviche, asparagus, have some stinky pee up in the park, can get some uh, some salads and any of the fish options. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so right. that wraps up Buena Vista Street. So we're going to migrate to Hollywood Land, which I have to say has pretty good food selections for being such a small area. I agree 100%. I do like Hollywood Land for a good snack. I feel like we eat it. Yes. The one you're about to say, we eat there almost every time. Mm-hmm. Well, and we tried the second one too. So we'll talk about both. And we tried the second one. The second one's where you and mom got food from when a bird pooped on my head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was so funny. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so the first place is Award Wieners, which 
A plus for the name. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, is a quick service with walk-up counter. They have a variety of hot dogs and corn dogs and seasonal options. I feel like this is where you get some of the best, like when they're having festivals mm-hmm. or like Pixar Fest and stuff like that. They had some of the best seasonal options. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As far as their menu goes right now, though, they do not have any of their hot dogs. It's just corn dogs. That's so. Boo. Yeah. Boo to award wieners for not. Right. For not having more wieners. And they're not the same. They're not the same as Disneyland across the way. They are different and they hurt my stomach. So they, (laughs) they have an original corn dog. They also have a hot link corn dog. So a little different. So instead of just a hot dog, it's like a hot link. And then they have a cheddar cheese stick, which is dipped and fried like a corn dog. Which sounds like a stomachache waiting to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can get those all with either a cutie or a small bag of chips. And they're not even serving their good fries. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. So we're waiters having a rough time right now. (laughs) Um, But for dessert, they right now for their specialty dessert, you can get carrot cake funnel fries. Okay. Now the funnel cake fries are not carrot cake themselves. They are like just a sugar, you know, like a cinnamon sugar funnel Mm -hmm. cake fry. Mm -hmm. It's topped with crumbled carrot cake, cream cheese icing, and whipped cream. Okay. All right. I could still get down with that. I could. I could. I I just don't know how prominent the carrot cake flavor is. from experience, the funnel cake fries are good if you eat them within five minutes of getting them. Mm -hmm. If you give them any longer than five minutes, they are cold and they are soggy and And they they are not good. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and they're share. really good. Share them, but eat them within like five minutes. Yes. Um, and you can get these in a really cute, like a souvenir bowl too, if you want, like a Mickey ear hat bowl. So they so look really cute. cute. Adorbs. Um, so a good specialty dessert if you're wanting like something a little different. But yeah, so no actual hot dogs, just corn dogs, which kind of sucks because they're, Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not a huge hot dog person in general, but they're, people love their original hot dogs. Well, they they're really so good. good. They have really good toppings, but also it's the bun. So it doesn't come in a normal bun. It comes in like Texas toast mm-hmm. something like that itself makes it better, but then the fries they serve it with, I don't even know what kind of fries those Their are. Their fries are they, delicious. I can't even describe them. They're not a curly fry. They're not a steak fry. They're not a regular fry. They are just a special award wiener fry that you need to eat. Mm-hmm. Like you need it in your life. Yeah. This is where during the holidays we got that special. It was like the little potato. I forget what they were, but they had like cheese and bacon and uh-huh. oh. Yeah, no. So they had one for, I want to say it was Mickey's birthday, like the Mickey's birthday celebration where it had Mm -hmm. cheese curds and they call it um, cheese, spicy cheese dust, which is AKA spicy Cheetos, like sprinkled and then jalapenos and stuff. Oh Oh my God. You guys, they were so so good. good. (laughs) Like if they can bring those back. Yes. Those need to make another rotation and for some event. So good. So good though. Um, so yes, that is award wieners and that is located. I mean, pretty, I think that's the first restaurant you see after walking onto Hollywood, like the Hollywood mm-hmm. land. It's like on the left-hand side across from the, um, off the page animation mm-hmm. store. Yep. So, um, let's see as you're walking, it's currently unavailable, but pretty much right next to it is schmoozies. 
So when they are open, they're a walk-up smoothie stand. This is where they usually have a really good seasonal milkshake too. Like mm-hmm. they have, they had the their Halloween ones, like one. And cream. The Halloween one is always good. They do mm-hmm. like a pumpkin cream pie shake situation. That that it's always good. Yeah. So when they are available, and I've actually tried, I tried one of their lemon smoothies that was seasonal. That was really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, unfortunately not open, but when they are go get their smoothies because it's really good on a hot California day. Um, And then, so as you keep walking, it's more in like the back lot area. So behind schmoozies is where Mm -hmm. you'll find the next two. So it's the Hollywood lounge. It's a quick service um, walk up with a variety of drinks, slushies, nachos, and tacos. And this is located right next to the Monsters Inc. ride. It's like right to the right hand side. Um, so for their snacks, they have backlot nachos and you can get carnitas, chicken or soy chorizo. Oh, good night. They have, yeah, they have carnitas tacos, chicken tacos, and then their two plant-based options. So again, the soy chorizo nachos with dairy-free cheese and they have potato and soy chorizo tacos too. Awesome. So a couple of those were so far the best place for a plant-based option that I've seen, unless you just do like veggies at Cartier. Just vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a good, more filling protein option. If you are plant-based, they do have a variety of cocktails and I highlighted a couple of them. This one sounds amazing. Yeah. The banana pancakes. This one, and this sounds really, really unique. So it's banana whiskey, hazelnut liqueur, banana syrup, and vanilla almond milk over crushed ice with whipped cream. And they do a drizzle of maple syrup. Hmm. I and I feel I, like it I, sounds amazing. I feel amazing. like I need to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I yeah. don't like whiskey, but- Yeah, no. That sounds really good. It does sound good. Um, Then they have like a movie star mule and the lead role Collins. They also have seasonal slushes, a pineapple horchata, which sounds pretty good. And then you can get like souvenir sippers. I think right now it says they have a Groot sipper back there that you can get. Yeah. So cute. Sheena's soft spot. I know. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like I've. Never actually stopped here at the Hollywood Lounge, but I'm kind of, I think I need to. You guys went mm-hmm. to, so the next place is the Studio yeah. Catering Company. Which is what we did. It looks like a food truck. Yeah, it's the exact same menu as the Hollywood Lounge. It's just a separate little food truck, um, which I don't remember all that you guys got from that stand. Did you get the seasonal variety so, that they have? I don't think so. I think we just got like, um, like carne asada tacos or something like we kept it pretty basic, but like, Ooh, I hit my microphone. Um, the point of going back there, I think though, was we were trying to get the different seasonal churros they had at the time. And back there was the milk and cookie Santa churro, Mm -hmm. which there's like a little churro cart there. Um, which probably isn't open right now, but we went back there more so for that. But like, mama's like, I need something, with substance before I eat another churro. So we went to the truck and got some tacos, which I remember them being good though. Like that was when I went to, cause it was during the festival, the holidays. And I got that, the fried rice with the pork belly or whatever from Mm -hmm. one of the carts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then met you guys back there. But I do remember taking a bite of whatever one of you guys had. And it was pretty good. Yeah. I remember them being good. And I remember the prices not being horrible either. Mm -mm. So yeah. So I'm a huge nachos person. So maybe I'll try the nachos next time we're there and report mm. back on how yeah. they are. Maybe they'll have to still have that banana pancake thing too, because I want to try that. Fingers crossed. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving into my favorite land, Cars Land, um, they 
have, let me look at it. Okay. So it looks like most of their options are open except for, um, so like right when you walk into Cars Land to the right is Fillmore's Taste In, which is like a kiosk with fruit and beverages and prepackaged snacks. So that one is not open right now, which I feel like that would be an easy one to open. You just need to stock it and like people buy it. Right. I don't know why that wouldn't be open. Like you don't, I think maybe not having like the fresh fruit out because people like touch it and then put it back. Oh yeah. Okay. Like the packaged snack. Well, even though, well, they have all the packaged stuff available to buy in the stores. Yeah. So I feel like the packaged snacks wouldn't be bad because, like, you're not licking outside of a package. Well, you could also <laughs> have it to where, like, you tell a cast member what you want to get and they just grab it for you. Like, it yeah. you know what I mean? But because so we always talk case, about <laughs> how much we love these carts because uh-huh. it's like a good, quick, fresh fruit, you know. Mm-hmm. We always snacks. grab water bottles from these and their fruit is the best because it's always like ice cold. I think of just like mm-hmm. those bags of pineapple spears. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, okay. So if you keep walking on your left-hand side will be the Cozy Cone Motel, which has always been one of my favorites because there are five cones and they all of them have different options of like different things you can get. Like one is the popcorn cone. One is the churro cone. One is like the mac and cheese or the the bread cones that are filled with stuff. So it's really fun because if you just want something quick and you want something that your whole family will want and will find the cozy cone motel is always a great option. Um, so right now they only have three of the five cones open Um, So the first cone is the churro cone. So they have the OG, which, you know, cinnamon sugar, and then they have the milk and cookies, which I was just talking about, which I think they debuted at Christmas time, Mm -hmm. the milk and cookies churro. And it has probably, oh yeah, it shows sides. So they have sides of caramel or cookies and cream dipping sauce. That was a really good churro. It has like, it's literally like chunks of chocolate chip. It is. Yeah, it was really good. So I always recommend if a churro comes with a dipping sauce, get it because the dipping sauce always tastes really, really good. So cone number one, this is where you get your churros. You can also get beverages like coffee, hot cocoa, water, and soda. Cone number two is your ice cream cone. So they have soft serve vanilla, chocolate, and swirl, but then you can also put fun toppings on it. So you can do a cookie crumble, sprinkles, peanuts, chocolate chips, and then they have beverages like you could get a root beer float and then they have soda and bottled water. And then cone three is the one that has the deliciousness. It has mm-hmm. those bread cones filled with yummy stuff. So they have the back, back and this a back and cone. They have a bacon, a mac and cheese cone, the chili cone queso, which they are known for. And they always have that one, which is beef, chili, cheese, and corn chips in a bread cone. So like Frito pie, if you ever mm-hmm. had Frito pie, but in a bread cone. And then they have soda, bottled water, lemonade, and lime aid. And you can add vodka. Guys, mm-hmm. DCA, you can add alcohol to most like beverages and places. So mm-hmm. um, this one is always my favorite. Whenever I have the boys with me and it's not an adult trip, this is definitely a stop we always do, usually for yes. dinner. My oldest son will eat carbs on top of carbs on top of carbs. So it's like his dream restaurant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mac and cheese in bread. In like, bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
give it to me. Oh, mm-hmm. at Halloween, they had this spicy ghost pepper mac and cheese oh. with, and it had crumbled um, spicy Cheeto on top. Like it's so good, but they put it the in cone like was black nasty. bread cone. And I don't know if it's because of the black food dye or whatever, but it made the bread it was like real funky. Chewy. And yeah. I mean, not in the good way, chewy either. No. Yeah. It wasn't great. It was gross. The regular cones are okay. Like I can, I I like them. They're mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I don't have to eat the whole thing. Yeah. But the fillings are always really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The filling is A+. plus. So Cozy Como Hotel, good quick service for you. But then they also have Flo's V8 Cafe. So if you look to the left, you have Cozy Cone Motel. And to the right, you have Flo's V8, which you cannot miss because of all the bright neon lights. It looks like a fun Route 66-inspired cafe. And they have their classic diner options. So right now, they are limited in their options. What they do have is cheeseburger with cutie or fries, fried chicken with mashed potatoes and gravy and vegetables, and the impossible burger with dairy-free cheese. So... You have three main options. This is a good spot where you can actually get vegetables with your meal. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're at Disney and you've been eating a bunch of garbage, you like actually crave a vegetable, which is very rare for me, but here you do. And I feel like their vegetables on the sides are really good. Um, For kids meals, they have a mini cheeseburger, chicken strips, or mac and cheese, and you get a cutie carrots and a choice of milk or water. So I like getting the kids chicken strips with carrots and Mm -hmm. water. And that's like, a perfect little lunch meal. Yeah. Um, they do have dessert right now. So Flo's classic shake, vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry, and you can get it in a souvenir cup. I'm not sure what it looks like, but it's probably something probably cute. Ours. Yeah, something cute. And, and expensive. Then, yeah, yeah, like $20 <laughs> probably. Um, so they have beer options, coffee, cocoa, milk, juice, soda, water, and they do have a full allergy-friendly menu and gluten-free buns available for your burgers. So mm-hmm. if you want a little bit more than just like a snacky snack, you can get a meal at Flo's Snacky snack. Cool snacky snack. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies and carrots. Yep. <laughs> All right. So the last restaurant we're going to talk about is over in Grizzly Peak. And the only one open or that they have really is Smoke Jumper's Grill. That's pretty much the only place to eat over there other than like churro carts that open uh, up. Will- it, oh my gosh. Did it not pop up in the list? Willie's churro cart? Mm-mm. Oh, they no. better have that open with the fluffernutter churro. <laughs> It wasn't, you oh, know, what's we, we noticed with the seasonal churro is Willie's the one that's like open right in front by, by Starbucks. The Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So that one's always open Ooh. when they're doing seasonal churro. Well, always open. I say, I don't, I don't know about now. Yeah. But, you know, pre COVID times, it was always open. But if you're looking for a seasonal churro that they say is offered on the other side of the peak, hardly mm-hmm. ever open. Yeah, that one's, yeah, that one's hit and miss. And we, we hit that one a lot of times waiting for the peppermint. Mm-hmm. Candy cane churro. Luckily, we got it one day. But oh, the, churro the churro at the Willies, though, like the, that one's always good too. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so no, it I did not pop Disney up. Churro. But I don't know if I feel like the churro cards don't usually pop up. Mm. So okay, well we'll do. If some anyone's research. been and it's open, let us know. Yes, I would love to know. Yes, because um, they do have 
They do have really good stuff. Anyways, the Smoke Jumper Grill is the only quick service food food option over in the Grizzly Peak area. And right now they're featured limited options. So they have brisket mac and cheese topped with red onions and fried shallots, which sounds really good. And because the Blue Bayou over in Disneyland is still closed, if you're craving the Monte Cristo sandwich, you can get a half of a Monte Cristo sandwich at their quick service at smoke jumpers so if you're really craving it yeah and i feel like a half is a perfect portion because the full sandwich is like no one can eat that themselves yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so yes if you're really craving it just know that's where you can get it they also have plant-based options they have an impossible burger with guacamole and dairy-free pepper jack cheese and an impossible chili waffle fries so mm. again two pretty good plant-based options yeah um kiddos can get burger or mac and cheese and they get it with a danimal smoothie cutie and a choice of water or milk and they also have i thought was really fun they have a specific toddler meal mm. which is mac and cheese with one of those applesauce go-go squeezes oh nice and milk so Aww. they doesn't get a like a one just for toddlers that was cute um for dessert they have some milkshakes they have vanilla chocolate or seasonal and currently it is a s'mores milkshake Mm. sounds interesting and they have beverages like beer soda water juice all that good stuff and they do have a full allergy friendly menu available so sounds pretty pretty tasty the options that they do have are limited but it sounds pretty good yeah i feel like i've eaten here before it's just not one of my usuals Not Mm -hmm. one of my usual stops when I'm in DCA, but it does sound good. I feel like they always have really decent options. So I'm trying to think of what my usual stops are. We always do. Okay. Well, we always have Starbucks there. Mm -hmm. We do award wieners every time. We almost always hit the cozy cone. I feel like. True. If we don't hit cozy cone, we do flows because we've gotten like chicken tendies, burgers, whatever, but we always eat on Pixar Pier. I feel like. Oh, I love, um. The adorable, adorable snowman. snowman. Uh, yeah. Oh, that'll be there. next week. Mm-hmm. We can talk all about those, but yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. So yeah, we. I feel like we do have our usuals. It's just smoke jumpers isn't one of them, but we might have to add that to the rotation because Impossible Burger good. actually sounds pretty good with guac and pepper jack mm-hmm. cheese. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up the availability in those four lands for right now. But of course, like we said, we will keep you posted as they open up more restaurants and as they expand their menus. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to give you the recipe to make a beloved treat from the Cozy Cone Motel. Mmm. Snacks. Okay, so we've already talked about that we love the Cozy Cone Motel, and this is usually one of our stops when we go to DCA. So Shelby found an awesome recipe for a Cozy Cone Bacon Mac and Cheese Cone, and the recipe is from InsideTheMagic.net. If you want to go check them out, that's actually a really cool website. So um, you are going to need a few unusual items to create this dish. So I, I will tell you what you need, and then Shelby will explain why you need them. So... Um, For the actual ingredients themselves, for the pizza cone, you're going to need cooking spray, flour, and a tube of Pillsbury Thin Crust Pizza Dough or whatever brand of pizza dough you can find that's already pre-made. And then for the mac and cheese, you will do elbow macaroni, salt, butter, flour, milk, shredded cheddar cheese. And we've had this conversation 
Do not buy the pre-shredded cheese. Get a block and shred your own. It tastes better. Do it yourself. Yeah. And then you're going to need a cream cheese pepper and, of course, six strips of bacon that you're going to cook and crumble yourself. But you will need a few items to make the cones themselves. So you're going to need six manila folders. So those are like those file folders. You need tape or staples. And then you need six 10-inch long foil sheets. So Shelby's going to explain how we're going to make this. It's kind of like arts and crafts meets cooking. Yeah. So to get like the cone shape with the pizza crust, the reason I say manila folders is because they're stiffer than normal paper. So they don't, you know, fold as easy. Mm-hmm. So you roll them into a cone and then staple them. So I think everyone has done this at least once in their lives. Yeah. In school. For like making a birthday hat or mm-hmm. like a, yeah, yeah like a <laughs> horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so we all we all do the same thing when we yes. have one. Is uh-huh, what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so you're gonna roll it into a cone, and then you. I would probably say staple it. It says tape, but I wouldn't trust the Mm-mm. tape to hold. No. So I would staple it, and then you wrap the entire Manila folder cone mm-hmm. in foil, and this keeps it from burning when you put it in the oven. Okay. So, like you, you like coat the whole thing real good. You need to really pay attention because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. – your cone's catching fire in the oven. Correct. I know. I was reading this. I was like, it sounds interesting, but you know what? Apparently, they've – Yeah, they've they know what they're doing. Know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, And then you just grease the outside of the foil manila cone with your cooking spray. And then what you do with your pizza dough is you roll it out, you cut one-inch strips, and then you wrap it around the cones that you've made. Okay. Um working your way up. So you start at the bottom and then make sure that, you know, the dough is kind of touching the row underneath it. So it overlaps. So you don't have any open space that your cheese is going to ooze out of. Mm -hmm. Um, And it should make six cones and then you bake them for 10 minutes, rotating them once and it should be golden brown. Mm -hmm. And then you, once they're out and they cool, you can just twist the foil cone and remove it from the dough. And then you'll have your cones. That sounds fun. If it, this sounds like something you should definitely do with your kids because it's mm-hmm. like a fun, a fun thing to eat. Yeah. And then you just make the mac and cheese per um, the recipe that we have, which we'll post on our Instagram. It's just a very basic mac and cheese recipe. And then you just mm-hmm. fill your cones. Oh, that sounds good. I'm mm-hmm. exci- I feel like I need to try this. I mean, yeah. I'm always like down for some mac and cheese, but like add the element of pizza dough and making, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be a little paranoid about the uh, Uh, catching fire. And it didn't specify if you're supposed to put foil on the inside. Yeah, I was wondering that too. I feel like I'm just going to cover the whole thing in foil just so nothing is exposed because it makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. make like a kind of a a cone for the inside and just stuff it in there. Yeah. I wonder too, like I'm picturing because it says to flip it. What if like you put your – your pan on the lowest setting, like the lowest rack and you stand them up like birthday hats. You know what I mean? To where you don't have to like rotate them. They're not on their side. They're like standing up almost like, like birthday hats. I think they're supposed to be standing up, but you're supposed to like turn them Hmm. like so that they bake evenly. Like, I don't know. Hmm. 
Okay. A trial and error for sure. Yeah. I'd be standing by with a fire extinguisher just in case. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll try. We have a fire extinguisher downstairs. Maybe I'll I'll try yeah, this. Give this, and- give this a go and let us know. <laughs> yeah. You you be the guinea pig. You know your boyfriend mac and cheese, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So have him standing sure, there with the I'm fire sure extinguisher will, in case anything happens. He, he will fully support you making this recipe. Yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, sounds so much fun. Can't wait. Um. But it was so fun. We're so happy that you took the time to hang out with us and listen today. I love reminiscing about DCI. It seriously is one of my favorite parks. Shelby and I have made it abundantly clear that we are West Coast girls. We do enjoy Walt Disney World, but Disneyland DCA has our heart. So we could talk about DCA and Disneyland forever and ever and ever. So Mm -hmm. it was so fun to kind of talk about some of our favorite lands today. Hopefully you learned something new and you feel a little bit more prepared if you're going to be visiting the parks anytime soon. If you are, we're super jealous. Bring us with you, please. Mm -hmm. Can we borrow your address? (laughs) Send us updates. Can I borrow your ID? Can Can I borrow your ID? ID? Do we look the same? Do we look similar? (laughs) It works. So I have my vaccination card if that helps. I know. All. So do I. We're, we're vaccinated. Let us in. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. And always follow along with us on Instagram. We're at body by beignets. We, um, well, not we Shelby Shelby posts all of our delicious res- recipes that we talk about. Um, we like to post fun pictures, uh, different fun things on our stories. Make sure you're following us there. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our show. Our episodes drop every Friday and we would love if you would rate and review us five stars. The more stars we get, the easier it is for people to find us. So when they type in anything Disney, we will pop up higher on the list. And that is always helpful and we really appreciate it. So absolutely. I think Sheena said it best. I think you got it all covered. Sweet. All right. Well, until next time, uh, we are Body by Beignets, where Disney does a body good. Bye, guys. Bye.